Hello, listeners of uh, This Blows My Mind. This is your host, John, welcoming you back to the podcast. Uh, if it's uh, been a little while, you might not have seen us pop up in your feed. Hopefully, that's going to change. Uh, I obviously am not going to promise anything to uh, any listeners, but uh, we are trying a new format of some shorter shows, and uh, we're going to try and get a lot more content out there, which is great. This episode is really cool. It's uh, myself with my co-host of the documentary show, Keith Bodela. We talk about a new, um, at least new to me, cooking style uh, called sous vide, and Keith uh, explains to me how that happens. Um, I, I don't know if I got the idea, but I definitely heard this idea from another podcast that I would suggest you go and listen to. It's called Good Guys to Know. It's uh, five guys um, that kind of uh, go through each each episode of uh, something interesting that, that they're kind of involved in or they do a little bit of research on. Um, I'm not even sure if they did an episode on sous vide, but it seems like it comes up in their podcast a lot, so it's been like on my mind. But that's it. This is the, uh, the, the first of the new wave of This Blows My Mind. Hopefully you enjoy. This blows my mind. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of This Blows My Mind. Um, it's been a while. It's been a, <laughs> a long while. Um, November, actually, was the last episode, so it's been a couple months. Uh, but 2017, big year, big changes, big things happening for This Blows My Mind. Mm. Uh, you doing shorter, shorter segments? We'll see. I mean, this is the first. <laughs> this is the first one. But, the, the, well, the plan that we talked about yeah. before this was that you're going to do shorter segments. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. Um, the other voice you hear right now, of course, is Keith Bodela of documentary show fame of But You're Wrong fame. Keith, uh, do you have anything else to say about yourself? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, I, I started doing. We started very off, uh, very well in uh, 2017. With uh, Living Room Theater, sure I do with my wife. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, she got sick. Ear infection. Didn't know kids could get that, or adults could get that. I thought it was just kids. She's around um, kids. You know. Yeah, but still, I didn't know. I, I, you know. Because um, their heads are so So she, she was kind of on the DL. So we're going to go back to that. We have a backlog of movies that we've got to talk about. Nice. And I, started, I did start doing Fortune Cookie Minute again. Really? I don't think I've seen that Yeah, one. I'm up to like 23 episodes. Oh my episodes. gosh. Yeah. Oh man, i got to get my magic numbers. Yeah. My uh, lucky numbers. Lucky numbers. So um, I'm on that. And uh, basically just go to theactualkeith.com and that's everything. Get or Twitter at theactualkeith. Very cool. Uh, if you want to follow or interact with uh, me in any way, you can follow this show at uh, This Blows My Mind, the name of the show, or my personal page, That Old John, um, for all that good stuff about uh, what we're talking about and if you have any cool ideas of what we should be talking about. Today, um, having just recorded an episode of the documentary show, Keith, you brought up something that I've been interested in in the last couple of weeks. I almost know nothing about, but you said that you've exposed yourself to it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I don't think we talked about it. No, we didn't, but I've just been talking um, about it. So I got into, uh, partially because of somebody we were talking about before, Matt Myra mm-hmm. and um, um, uh, Scott Mosier. Okay. They talk about, they do a show called Phoebe, which I haven't done in a while. I think it was in there somewhere that they were talking about um, sous vide. Um, sous vide is, it's a French way of cooking, but it stands for something I looked up real quick, under vacuum. Right. So sous vide is, um, it's basically, there's a few different ways to do it. The easiest way is for you to get a machine 
and it, you really don't have to get two machines. This is like a uh, like a food saver type of machine. Yeah. So the first machine that you need to get is a food saver, and we got we had um, registered for one when we got married. So I already had that. Boom, done. I heard about it sometime at the beginning of last year, um, and when since I'm an adult now, whenever my mom's like, "What do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas?" I'm like, "I don't know." So uh, for my birthday, I was like, "I want a sous vide." And she was like, I don't know what that is. Right. And I explained it to her. She's like, okay. She's like, where do I find it? I was like, on Amazon, where you find everything. Every, anything else, yeah. So Follow the link through, but you're wrong. She was like, Get well, it. what? Yeah, go to uh, go to theactualkeith.com. I'm going to put a <laughs> link on the top, and it'll help support the show. I was just doing it on Living Room Theater, but now I'm going to do it on everything. Um Nothing. It doesn't cost you anything extra. You pay exactly I just, the same. You pay price. the same price. I just get a little bit extra. Um, you help support us and uh, server fees. So she was like, "Well, what kind do you want? Or whatever." I was like, "I don't know. I think it like sticks onto a pot or something." And just do the research for me, and I'll be happy with whatever. Because um, there's two types of machines that you can get in terms of the sous vide. Okay. So the whole process, which was my understanding and is basically still my understanding, um, there's two kind of machines that you can get. And I think this is where I kind of got what um, Scott Mosher and Matt Meyer were talking about because people make their own. Okay. Um, so it's under vacuum. So basically what you do is you take the meat, you season it, season it with whatever you want, butter, um, marinades. You're right. Like almost like a marinade. Anything. Yeah. Anything that you want in there. You put it in the in the food saver thing, seal the bag off, take all the air out. You start the sous vide machine. Now there's two different kinds. You can get an actual like tub, right? That's its own machine. And you put the water into that machine. That's what I was thinking when I think of it. Yeah. There's another one, and let me see if I can find the picture real quick because my mom was then asking about it when I told her that we finally did it because um, I had some time off and I thought it was going to be super complicated and it was not at all. Um. Here's the machine. So it's just okay. it's just a like a almost like a like a back massager. Yeah, okay. That you just basically stick into a container that you fill with water. Yes. Um, you set it to what temperature you want it at, and you can look it up. Um, and then you start it. It beeps when the water is at that temperature. And this one, I don't, I'm assuming they probably all do, but it cycles the water too. Right. So it's keeping the water at a consistent temperature within like half a degree. The idea is I set it for like one forty one, and it alternated between like one forty one and one forty. The idea is whether you have your own like self contained tub or this kind of like add on to a pot or something, is you're putting the vacuum sealed meat or something exactly. once into it, hot water. Once it reaches that temperature that you want, and you can look up. It's usually about the same temperature, but. Um, I've only done steak so far, but you look, you look at this guy and it tells you what temperature to put it at. Then you put the meat that you vacuum sealed into the water that's already hot and then you can cook it. It'll tell you how long to cook it. And it's like half an hour to like six hours that you cook it. Okay. And what's happening is. Cause like you said, you're, what are you at? Like 140 degrees? Yeah. That's way less than boiling. So that's why... No, that's, that's more than boiling. Is that centigrade? Boiling is 212. 
I thought boiling was 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, Celsius. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because that's what I thought the whole idea is. is that you're oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 time yeah. At, like, warm but not boiling temperatures. Yeah. But it gets the internal right. temperature of the meat to that thing. But for some reason, it, like, it doesn't really go over that. Like, it doesn't go over that. So once it reaches that prime, because you're going based on whether you want it, like, medium rare, medium. Right, exactly. Once you get it to that temperature, mm-hmm. it is basically sustaining that temperature and keeping the meat at that readiness. Is that so you can, like, almost not overcook it? Is that the idea? Exactly. That's pretty cool. Well, what's happening when you keep that meat at the same time, then you give it more of a chance to basically cook in its own juices because it's vacuum sealed and, like, it starts to render the fat more. Okay. And then what you're supposed to do is, once it's done, you take it out, you open the vacuum seal bag, you turn, like, a skillet or grill on real hot, and then you sear it on both sides, um, no more than like a minute, just, just to get color, just to get a good se- yeah, just to get a good like seal on there, and then it's good to go. Um, so I did it with just because uh, um, what we had been doing before as kind of like a cheap alternative to just like buying expensive steaks was at Walmart. They have like the big thing, and it's almost the size of like a London bro, but it's like top sirloin steak. Yep. I'd make one of those, and then we just cut it into, yeah. and just basically split it, and then save a little portion for lunch. Um, so I did the same thing with that. It's like twelve dollars. Um, so I do it. I made a couple mistakes though. Okay, my first time doing it. So I season it, vacuum seal it, do it. It's doing good. One thing I noticed though was the air would start to build up in the bag a little bit. Um, like in the cooking process. Yeah. Like, I guess, like, air or whatever would kind of start to build up with the sure. liquid or whatever. So it would kind of start to, like, come out a okay. little bit. So every once in a while, I'd walk by and just poke it back down and stay down for a little bit. Because it was pretty well wedged in there, but every once in a while, it would just start to, like, rise up. Sure. Um, and just a corner of it would be out of the pot. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, so, but really, I just let it go for four and a half hours. It was going to be four, and then... My wife got delayed, so I just let it go on for another half hour. But that doesn't necessarily... No, it's not necessarily a bad thing. So you could see all the juice in the bag. My mistake in that at this point was I took it out. I didn't let it rest enough. Because mm. I, I believe when you let it rest, then some of that juice is going to go back in there, and not enough juice went back in there. Sure. Um, now, is this once you take it out of the vacuum seal or still in the vacuum seal? Still in the vacuum Leave it. I would leave it in the vacuum seal and let the juice go back into the steak. Okay. Or whatever you're cooking. Right. Let it set for a few minutes and then take it out of the vacuum seal. And then at that point, I did it on a grill pan. Grill pan wasn't quite hot enough. Okay. So I got a little bit of a sear, not as good as I would have liked. Right. Because you didn't want to cook it any further. It was already cooked. You're, the sear is just yeah. to finish, like... The sear dust. is just to finish it and give it flavor. Because you you take it out and it basically looks like it's cooked already. It doesn't have nice grill marks or anything to right. it. Right, yeah. So at that point, you take it out, sear it, serve it. Um, it wasn't super juicy, which I think is was the mistake that I made by not letting it set long enough. Sure. Because I only let it go like a minute, maybe two. But it was incredibly tender. Right. Um, 
it was like super, super tender. Like I could like stick my fork in it and start Just to tear like it off. basically, yeah, yeah, exactly. Basically tear off That's my awesome. piece. Um, so it was super tender, like pink throughout the middle, um, like a perfect cook on it. So it was, it was very good, and I was surprised at how easy it was. So, is that just your first attempt, or how many times have you done it? This is my first time that I did it. Well, are you, when's the next time you're doing it? Like, I don't know. Are you going to go steak again? Is what Like, are your options basically unlimited? You can cook anything in there. Like, I mean, can you cook... From the carrots, Suvi? Yeah. That's... I don't know if there's a benefit of doing that. But. There's a... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the benefit is. Now, they have... It's basically like a French slow cooker, I guess. The, uh, hang on. <coughs> Excuse me. Hey. Um, the, uh, the book that I have that comes with the machine has a thing for, like, poultry and steak and pork and lamb and, and like, everything. Yeah. But it also has, like, a thing for fruits and vegetables, too. So I don't know necessarily what the benefit is of, like, carrots, but maybe, like... Maybe it could be good for, like, cooking potatoes. I don't know. Mm. Like, or if there's a really, like... In my mind, I think of meat. I just didn't know if you could do other stuff. Maybe, like, asparagus to, like, get it cooked. Because that's... I, I think that's a little bit more difficult to cook. Yeah, I've been cooking asparagus, though, like, in the Jusalvin and stuff. That's, that's a good... So, yeah, so I'm just saying, I don't know, like... I think the idea is the meat with the marinade, and it's cooked in its own stuff. And the, yeah, that's why I got it, and that seems to best, be the best thing to do it. And I guess, like, it's possible to make your own, and that was kind of like, I was like, I'll make my own CV, and I was like, I'm not going to do that. So, Monday when my mom was like, we went for uh, your birthday, I was like, CV. Because technically, to make your own, you, you just, just have to watch the temperature, right? You just need something that's going to do it, and you need a device to regulate the temperature. Right. So, you can do it, and people were, I guess, doing it out of, like, a cooler and stuff, because that'll contain the heat also. That makes sense. Um... So, but I was, I was very happy, I was surprised with how easy it was, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this more often. Yeah, I think that's a, that's, that's kind of my, like, next step of cooking, I think, would be, would, would be really cool. Because we make, we don't grill, we only make steaks, like, on the stove. And we well, go, you're, because you're in an apartment, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're great, and, and we've kind of got it down to a science a little bit, but there's some other podcasts I've listened to, and some other people, and... I think sous vide is the next step of our culinary uh, adventure. Yeah, I'm surprised how like super easy it was. I told my mom about it, and she's like, "All right, well, uh, we'll buy the meat if you cook that next time we visit." And I was like, "Okay, but you guys have to bring the wine." My mom told that to my dad, and my dad's response was, "Don't we always?" And I was like, <laughs> "Good answer." Um, so. You got the food saver, right? Like, is that like the brand? Yeah. You got the brand name, food, like food. Yeah, saver, I got the right? I got the brand name. I was um, at Walmart the other day, and there's like a Ziploc version of it. Yeah, but do you use that for other stuff, or do you just use it for seafood? Yeah, we'll do it like. Um, sometimes we'll get like the bigger packages of meat, and then like throw a steak or something in the food saver, yeah, sure. and do it that way. It was something that like we were like, I don't know how often we'll use it, and we would never buy it for ourselves. Sure. But when we were registering for stuff for the wedding, we were like, let's put a food stamp on there. Yeah, it's um, cool. I mean, I'm a big fan of commercials and even more so infomercials. Food stamp. Like spray on hair? 
I don't know if I've watched that one in a while. <laughs> but, um, but the food saver... Bronco Peel has a name. Bronco Peel is the king of infomercials. Yeah. But he doesn't do the food saver. But the food saver has a great infomercial. Um, so it's always been something that I've wanted just to have infomercial items. Okay. Side note. Uh, Ron Peel still alive? Ron Peel? Yeah, is he still alive? How old is Ron Peel? He's dead. 33 years, 6 months, 30 days. That's Ron Pope. That <laughs> can't be right. Uh, Ron Popeil. The Ronco knife set infomercial? Magnifique. Is that where they cut through the ship? Uh, yeah, they cut through the ship, but the, he has his daughters come out, the old guy comes out, they're cutting tomatoes. They cut a tomato so thin, your relatives won't want to stay any longer. Oh, because they can, they can see through it, right? Yeah. And is that the one where they, like, cut the tomato and then they put it on a book and you can read the text still? Uh, they didn't do that one in the one that I've seen, but I'm sure that is one. Um, he's 81 years young. Yeah, Ronald Popeil. He also has the pocket fisherman. And the uh, rotisserie uh, chicken thing. That's a oh, and the, dehi- and the food dehydrator. Oh, I don't know if I know too much about that one. He's got the rotisserie thing. Uh, the Chopomatic. Uh, here's inventions for, for Ronco. The Chopomatic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to show you the greatest kitchen appliance ever made. All your onions chopped to perfection without shedding a tear. So, you know, you put it on top and... It's like the slap shop. Yeah. Uh, Dilomatic. Um, very similar to a mandolin slicer. Slices tomato so thin it only has one side. That's what it was. The, ma- the dilomatic. Because you could dial the thickness. Uh, when chopping onions with this machine, the only tears you will shed will be tears of joy. Uh, Popeil Pocket Fisherman, the biggest fishing invention since the hook, and still only 1995. Mr. Microphone, a short-range, a short-range handheld radio transmitter that would broadcast over an FM radio. The nearby radio would therefore amplify the sound coming from the Mr. Microphone. In the ad, a convertible rolls past with the FM radio turned up. A young man in the car transmits using a Mr. Microphone. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. Uh, inside the shell egg scrambler gets rid of those slimy egg whites in your scrambled eggs. Six star twenty piece cutlery set, Showtime rotisserie, solid flavor injector. That's right. Yes, they, they sell that with the Ronco knife set now. Uh, GLH nine hair in a can. Great looking hair formula number nine. That's what I'm thinking of. My only reference of that is Shallow Hal. Whenever. Uh... George, oh, yeah, yeah. He's spraying it on. Yeah, they're spraying it on. Uh, smokeless ashtray, a device which used an integrated fan to draw smoke away from the materials in the ashtray. Okay. Electric food dehydrator. Uh, Ronco Papil automatic pasta maker. Ronco rhinestone stud setter. It changes everyday clothing into exciting fashions, and you don't have to spend a fortune. I believe it. And the cap snaffler bottle opener. Snaffles caps off any size judge bottle or jar and it really really works just a cap remover <laughs> yeah, I, guess it's, I guess it's like if it's like you know you got the jar on thing too tight maybe it's something to like sure. help with that here's my tip you know beer bottles some of them are twist some of them are bottle opener I just bottle open all of them why don't they make a put a little arrow or something on they it they do do not on all if it has an arrow it's a twist if it doesn't have an arrow of course it's a... but some are twist no arrow Really? Yeah. Hmm. They should do that. Yeah. So I just do bottle opener every time. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm not going to tear up my hand for your bottle. Yeah. I've cut myself on bottles trying to do it. Well, I've got mainly hands, so. 
Okay. So, how many calluses you get? Got like one big one. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. I have less than 5,000 calluses. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I have less than 5,000 calluses. You cannot deny that. Um, so that's my adventure in, in sous vide. Yeah, it's, it's super. I, I was excited that you brought it up earlier today because it was something that I really wanted to get into. And I, I had been, I got it back in September, and I was putting it off because I was like, "This is really complicated." I'm sure it's complicated because it's like a French thing. I'm not gonna be able to do it. Um, I wish I was on a Ron Popeil infomercial right now for a sous vide. It's so easy. It's so easy. Listen, I got this in September. And I thought it was going to be really difficult. I opened it up when I finally had some days off. I It was amazing. I just set it, put the meat in, and forgot it. <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, exactly. Um, I will say I believe the ones that clip on the side are cheaper than the big device. That makes sense. Um, yours is the big device or yours is the clip on the side? Mine's the clip on the side. That's all you need, I think. Um, well, actually, maybe not. They're, they all are, seem to be around 100 bucks. I think the only thing is, I'm not sure how big the pots are. Um, the other thing is, if you're worried about storage, having the other thing is easier. Yeah, I think that's the way that I would go if I was going to go in a particular direction. Um, so, I, it's, I don't know, it was, a, it was a good investment that I did not make, but I had my mom make for my food cooking. Very good. Good job, Mom. Yeah, thanks, Mom. She's definitely going to like the link to this episode, so that's good. Finally won her over on my show. And <laughs> only took three podcasts to find, or four podcasts to find one that my mom would like. Uh, that's probably enough to blow most people's minds, right? A new method of cooking. I, guess, I, don't, I don't know if this necessarily blows anybody's mind, but it's something that fascinates It's something us. that's very interesting to me, and I think it's easy enough that it could blow other people's yeah. minds. Like, you hear sous vide, and you hear French cuisine, and you're like, oh, I'm not dicking around with that. But, in the end, like... I'm curious about it, if you guys get into a chicken adventure or something. I was... Yeah, I want to try chicken. To see if it, like, maybe, you know, so it's not dry. Maybe it keeps it all moist. I, um, I was thinking about that. Um, we were thinking about, for Christmas, we did Cornish Game Hen. Okay. I was thinking about trying to do Cornish Game Hen and see how that comes out. Big boy. Big boy. So... I want to I want to get a little more practice with like easier stuff. I will say the book though that I got, I had a certain kind of me that I got a giant eagle and told me to cook it for one to two days, <laughs> like days, not hours. That's a lot. So I was like, that seems like well, that's wrong. my that was my other question. You cook it for you said it was four hours, went to four and a half. What happens if you went to two days? I don't know. I mean, is there a benefit or a uh, detriment? I feel like there would be a detriment if you go to two days. Because one thing said, like, an hour to ten hours. The other thing said half an hour to four hours. I went with the book that was that came with the sous vide machine. That, that makes sense. Well. It's supposed to basically maintain a constant temperature, though. So you're not really going to overcook the meat. That seems odd. I'll put it to the test. But I feel like at some, po- at some point... Once the fat breaks down, then the meat's going to start breaking down too much and it's going to turn to mush would be my guess. Yeah, you have to also think that you can't just have meat sit out for a couple days. So, Well, but it's heated at the same temperature. Like, why would they tell me that some meat can be cooked at that? Right, but it's not refrigerated at the temperature. So meat sitting out at 140 degrees, something bad happens to it after two days, I'm sure. 
I don't think so. Even though there's no bugs getting in. <laughs> yeah, there's no like there's nothing getting to it, so I think it'd be okay. I don't know. We're gonna have to put it to the test. We'll we'll try. That'll be our first YouTube clip. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it on Instagram. Snapchat. That'll be our first Snapchat. That'll be a great Snapchat. Just us eating milky old meat. Yeah. Uh, okay. Very good. Follow us on all the things. Like us on all the stuff. At the actual Keith on Twitter. For me. Buy uh, all of your Amazon products through yeah. his link, and uh, follow me on This Blows My Mind on Twitter. Yeah, this would be this was fun. I should be on the next episode. <laughs> he probably will. <laughs> Almost certainly. Maybe next week. <laughs> all right. Yeah, sounds good. Um, Is there something I'm supposed to say when you turn off? You have like the guest say just something. Go, whoa, my mind. I'm supposed to go. Whoa, my mind. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> no, I, like, are, are you gonna wrap it up? Well, I'm gonna wrap up after that. No, I like. Do I say it at the end though? Like, you say it right now. Like when you say it again, you say it right the other now. One. Oh, I say it right now. Yeah. Okay. Are we cutting this part out? Sure. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Whoa, my mind is blown. <laughs> now I'm cutting that out. That's not part of it. I don't think there's an end. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but that was the end. And I'm not cutting any of it. <laughs> you're you're not cutting any of it. I don't think so. I think. I mean, if I drop boxes for you, it's never gonna get released. It might. <laughs> <laughs>